Blog Talk Radio. Is he your blood? Is he crip? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know, it. Look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilet, same shit, and I'm sick of explaining it. I'm waiting on the raining. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better, and I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it. Put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That nigga take shots at me. No response. I just flip and pop my collar like the bonds. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. To try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Uh-oh, test the men, don't test the men. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What the cause of it? I need to know. We got a lot on the morning key today. First of all, I just want to say special shout out to man Jackie Robinson. You know, usually on this day in the Major League Baseball, they honoring the day wearing his number, that good old 42. So, man, peace up to Jackie Robinson, first and foremost. And it's the streets every day, Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And as always, I got my my crew together. Shout out to God, ICE, OG, TV the Engineer, and C Rizzy, C Row. What's the deal, fellas? Good morning. How y'all? Good morning and good afternoon, man. How y'all doing today? I just woke up. I'm rolling over out of bed. There you got it. Man, first first on the marquee, we're going to talk about the AFC West preview. And we got a couple things I want to discuss before we get into some things with the, uh, you know, with the NBA. And also... My man's in there, Dr. Fauci. He say it's the way how you can do this place in sports with the coronavirus going on. Please enlighten me. Enlighten us. Please. Because if not, we're going to go crazy. There's going to be a lot of domestic violence cases in the world. <laughs> I, call it, I ain't going to call it domestic violence. I'll say some rides. <laughs> Man, you already know. So let's get started, man. First and foremost, hold on. Let's do this first. I got a quick snippet, man. A flight was, a, a kite was thrown to me, and somebody just hit me with the, with, with another Kevin Durant statement. My man Ethan Strauss, he wrote a book, and it's called The Victory Machine, The Making and Unmaking of the Warriors Dynasty. Now, this writer says, Durant accused this writer of, regardless of whoever's on the team, 
he's always going to steer that fan base toward towards Steph Curry. And we all know who the best player was, or do we not? On that team, once KG was acquired in free agency. So let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. Zero, I'm gonna ask you first. Does Kevin Durant is he should he be griping about that situation? Uh, KD, that's a tough one. Uh, he shouldn't be griping, but I mean, you know, everybody has an opinion. That's why we had a show. Uh, but I mean, the man can say what he want to say. I'm not gonna knock him. Um, it's just the way it is right now with everything shut down. They gotta find a way for us to have sports, man. It's just, it's just the way we operate. Like I said, it doesn't matter what's on. If anything comes on right now, right now, I don't care what it is, they're gonna have the highest ratings on TV because it's a sport. It doesn't matter. But KD. He has an opinion, man. A lot of these guys are saying some things right now that are making us think about a lot of stuff. Really think about it further than what we've been thinking. You know what I mean? So they got money. They can say what they want to say. It's really, we just want a sport or some sports. That's all we want. What about you, IC? Yeah, man. I mean, it's. It's the uh, all this about ratings. So if, if once that TV hit and there's a game on, it don't matter if a, a fan come in there or not a vendor. It's, it's now it's going to be instead of being uh, a million viewers watching the game, it's going to be about seven million people watching the game. So they go make their money. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> they ain't got to be a fan in the stands, man. Like we had the wreck ball up at third good Marshall or Goodville wreck with uh, 12 guys who got the weather. If you don't want to lose, you about to get it in. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it is. You know, so, hey, I agree with him, though, a little bit. <laughs> you agree with him. Man, let's get to this AFC East. I'm still waiting. I didn't, I didn't the, the, the Styles, the guy, did he miss the bus stop this morning? Got to see if Styles, the guy, somebody see if we can get with Styles. But let's start with the with the AFC, AFC West, I should say. Uh, we we're previewing that before the draft, and uh, let's 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 talk about since Styles had the Raiders, he's he's uh, apparently not with us at this moment. So I right, let's talk about your team. If you were the GM and the needs of Denver Broncos. How would you approach it? Well, as, as always, we're looking for the best tackle in the draft, and, and, and we need one. Denver needs one. I would get. I would go for that tackle at Georgia, um, Andrew Thomas. You know, and um, he's six four, three hundred thirty four pounds. Um, all AC, all SEC tackle. You know. You can't beat that's in Alabama's division, so that's pretty good, LSU. Um, and they're looking for a cornerback. Uh, Bryce Hall, six feet tall, 200 pounds, nice hitter. Uh, he had uh, five interceptions in four years, but he had 38 deflections. You know, so 
He's going to be a late rounder. He's round about the uh, 50th pick with, uh, with um, Denver. And they're looking for a tackle. And I'm looking at this guy named uh, Darrell Taylor. He's 6'4", 295. Uh, got four sacks, a, tack- a defensive tackle, and seven tackles for losses. So they're looking for a late rounder. He's about the 140th pick. I'm looking for one, I'm looking for one receiver, one receiver, and his name is Gabriel Davis. Tall guy, runs a four-three. Um, we ain't asked for him to start though, but we're looking for some, some extra help by receiver. What's your predictions for the Broncos? Do they make the playoffs this year in their record? Do like being the quarterback? Uh, no. They don't make the playoffs. Um, they go probably six and ten, and Elway might be out, almost out the out the door. Elway got to be out the door for them to get back relevant, huh? Hey man, he been making some bad decisions on these quarterbacks, man. He got lucky with Peyton Manning, but uh, he been making some bad decisions on these quarterbacks. So this is his last draw with Drew Luck. See, Rizzy, you got the, the L.A. Chargers. They in a new facility, which may not have any people in it. First first grand opening. Where you see the Chargers going this year? Well, you know, the Chargers are the Chargers, man. I really don't understand how they have been in the league for so long, and they, and they just haven't done anything in a very long time. Uh, The only time they went to the Super Bowl was when they got blasted by the San Francisco 49ers, and we all remember what happened then. Uh, But, woo-wee, man, the the L.A. Chargers got a lot to do, starting with the quarterback position, replacing Phillip Rivers. We all know that Phillip Rivers left and went to the Indianapolis Colts. They played 16 years with the Chargers, he was an eight-time Pro Bowler, but during that time, they never won the AFC Championship. Uh, we all know what happened initially when Philip Rivers got drafted. He was a New York Giant until the Mannings threw a, the fit of all fits and made that trade where Eli ended up in with the Giants and Philip Rivers ended up with the Chargers. So we know what Eli did. And we know what Philip Rivers have done. Uh, not only do they have to replace a quarterback, but they got to replace the running back position because Melvin Gordon is now in Denver as well. That's why Big Dog said they needed a tackle. They go need a tackle in Denver in order for Melvin Gordon to, you know, do what he did. You know, um, at the what they really gonna need. They lost a lot of players on the defensive end. So um, we already know what might happen. The Chargers and this NFL game, you know how it goes. They could trade. They might give up one of those one of those picks, either six or thirty-seven, to try to move up to get Isaiah Simmons because they really do need a linebacker more than they need a quarterback. You know, these quarterbacks are dying more a dozen. It's a lot of them out there, so you can find a quarterback. But 
that defense is really what the Chargers are going to need in order to step up. They only have seven picks right now, but in the top 100, they have three. They got six, 37, and 71. So they should be able to find some good pieces within those three picks within the top 100. If you ask me, this is what could help them. They have the highest paid tight end in Hunter Henry right now. So if you could put some pieces around Hunter Henry, you just might be able to do something. Quarterbacks, you know, Tua or your boy Justin Herbert, we've been talking about these quarterbacks for, I mean, since day one. So the Chargers are on the clock. Um, what they going to do still remains up in the air to see. But if you're asking me, being a general manager, I'm definitely going with trying to get a quarterback. Uh, whether it's Tua, I, I like Tua, but, man, he's just a B.O.B. And if y'all don't know what a B.O.B. is, that's just a bag of bones. You know what I'm saying? We didn't already seen what happened in the last two years. Then Herbert could come in, but, I mean, if you really don't watch the Pac-12, you wouldn't know too much about him. But he he could be all right, but just that West West Coast combination. But we're going to see. We're definitely going to see. And to, to only see that they have seven picks, I don't know if they can get what they need in seven picks. Boy, that's a lot. That's a whole lot that you need in seven picks, boy, let me tell you. Right. So there you have it, the Chargers. Yes or no, will they make the playoffs this year? Hell no. Man, the way it's it's just the game gods. It's just the game gods with the Chargers, man. They they always I don't know what it is, man. I mean, before Phillip Rivers, who was their number one? Oh, my bad, nineteen ninety eight, Ryan Leaf. Do I need to say anything other than that? So <laughs> Yeah, the Chargers, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. We got to see what's going to happen because you need a lot. So they may – I mean, the Raiders were, were bad last season, but the Chargers could be worse this season. There you have it. And I'm going to – I have the, the challenge of taking on the champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, which I really think if they just keep some pieces, they'll be back in it. Will they repeat? Mm, I don't know. But I tell you what, they signed Demarcus Robinson. They kept their four receivers, their core. Demarcus Robinson, one-year deal. They gave Sammy Watkins $23 million. They already got Tyreek Hill, and they got McCall Harmon. They just went out and signed a versatile tackle in Mike Remmons. Now, they added depth at cornerback with Antonio Hamilton. They franchise tagged my man, Chris Jones for $16 million. Now, he's done something last year that no one has ever done. He set a record with a sack in, in nine straight games. In the last two seasons, he led the team in sacks. 2018, 15.5, 2019, he had nine. The question is, how much money do you save up when it's time to pay old Patty Cake, Patty Cake Baker's man? That's the question. Will they repeat? They'll get there. But in the NFL, we all know that it's hard to win the Vince Lombardi trophy. On that note, 
We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about my man, Dr. Andy, uh, Anthony Fauci. He says that sports can go on under a certain criteria. Don't forget the Streets of Talking Sports Talk Show with a twist of hip-hop every Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 515-605-9370. And don't forget, tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a whole bunch of girlfriends.
The streets is talking sports talk show with a twist in hip hop. We back on the streets. We had to take a temporary break real quick. But let me tell you this though. One thing's for sure. One thing's for certain. They're gonna try to get this sports going on. They have everybody in the world trying to see what can happen with this pandemic. Everybody. Bringing me to this note. This I'm gonna tell you a little history. Doctor Anthony Fauci, maybe the best allergic uh, doctor in the world at dealing with infectious diseases. This is what he said: "Quote: There's a way of doing that. Nobody comes to the stadium, put players in big hotels, wherever you want them to play." Keep them very surveillance. Have them tested every single week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out. So, saying that to say, what do you think about this? Do you think that this is a, a plan that's going to be put in play very soon? And how soon do you think? With no fan, with with no fans in the stands, with no fans in the stands. I mean, again, like I said, man, you're gonna make money off the viewers watching TV. At first, people didn't want, you know, the players didn't want to play without the fans. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, man, we need some sports bad, man. So, like I said, man, we it'd be one million viewers watching a a big game on Christmas. On Christmas, <laughs> not every game on TNT. Or, you know, ESPN is going to be 4 million, 5 million viewers watching these games. You don't make the money, you know. So, it's like guys got winners, man. You know, you don't want to lose that game, man. You don't want to come off the court. So, you want to keep on winning. So, that's how they're going to have to play these games now. You know what I'm saying? But they're still going to be getting paid. And that's the smart way to do it because, you know, it's not it's not affecting nobody's lives. You know what I'm saying? If they, if they, get, a, if they get checked every day or every week before a game, and and everything's good. Why not? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna tell you why not. Two reasons. Number one, some players pressure bust pipes, and that helps. And you need that in the art of war. Without fans, you don't have guys missing crucial shots. Without fans, it's just like you. You're playing open gym, like you said, at third good. Yes, I want to see it. But at the same time, it's the pressure on. That's what makes these sports. People in the stands, because some people can play with three people in the stands, but some can't play with 30,000. Some can play, and we call them, like Dickie Vitale call them, and I guess this may help. We call them PT Pierce, baby. We call them practice players, and that's really what they're really going to be doing is just playing in practice with game uniforms on. Do I really want to see that? Yes, I do. I don't mind seeing an inner squad game, but the pressure won't be on. Guys won't really be missing a lot of shots. You're rebuttal to that? Yeah. I know the circumstances right now with the coronavirus and and – we didn't play almost 
three-fourths of the season. Somehow, somehow we got to have closer on this season. You don't want to just, with the record we got, everybody got, and, uh, you know, first-place standards or whatever. No, man. If you, Hey, this under these circumstances, man, it, we got to do something to, to make a winner out of these guys, man. You know, and if it just goes just for uh, this one year, just this one year that we do this, I think we, we can do it. You know, we don't want no fans. We ain't got to have a fan. We want to have closure on the season, man. You know, ain't no pressure. But it will be pressure, though. You know what I'm saying? It will be pressure, though. You know, it's going to be intense. You know, think, you, think of us, you try it out for a, a team, and it's, and it's 15 players there, you know, 17 players there. You got to make this team, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be playing like it's a championship game because when I step on the court anyhow, I'm trying to win. Wherever, anytime I step on the court, I'm trying to win. You know what I'm saying? So that's how they need to approach that. I understand, every, but let me say it to the streets. Go ahead, Ice. I said if everything goes well with the um, the tests for the players and their families, I mean, why not? Why not? I can't. I I, I, I feel you. Trust me, I do. I feel you. But at the same time, it won't be to for me. I don't think it'll be the same effect. I don't think that I would watch. Even though only thing that makes it a caveat to the situation is the best thing about sports. There is no script, and you don't know who's going to win. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. Other than that, who wants to watch that? And these guys just out there hooping with 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 just no pressure for real. Maybe is it is it is it in their head that it's more people watching now than at the game? Because it's going to be more intense now that it's going to be on TV than at the game. And it's the only thing that's going that people, like you said, is addicted to sports, and it will be doing that. But I just. I don't I don't see it. I don't see the effect it's gonna have or same effect. Psychologically. They say this might help people. It ain't gonna help me. But who's seen gonna, this coming? Seen? I mean who's seen this coming, man? Who's seen this coming as NBA players, hoopers, you know what I'm saying, who 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 play ball who play ball like every day for years? Who's seen this coming, man? You know what I'm saying? We ready for the the Clippers and the Lakers in the in the conference finals, man. You know what I'm saying? We you know we getting ready. And then and then this virus hit, boom. We like, damn. Oh, we'll be back next week. And then the next week, oh, we'll be back in two weeks. Now there's months and months, and months. Hey, man, we didn't know this was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, if you want to end the year like this, and <laughs> you can, but you know. To have some closure, again, this, this this might be like the '99 uh, championship when the Knicks. When, no, it was that year when the Knicks. Uh, no, when the Spurs beat the Knicks that year. The, the strike season. Don't remind me. '99. They won that. Hey man, they won that game. They won out of fifty some games, man. They only played like fifty some games, man. They got over fifty games now. They can cut these series down to uh, like they started in the, in the '80s. You know, the first series can be a five game series. Or three game series, 
you know, who wins two out of one, you know, two out of three, and then the next one can be a five-game series, and then a five-game series, and then the finals can be the seven-game series. It's just going to be a strike short season. Just do it like the NCAA. Do it like the NCAA. Let everybody play for one game. Just throw just east 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 one through sixteen or west one through fifteen, however way you want to do it, have a one game playoff, and then those those final four teams, you have a best three out of five. Let me be the commissioner. You can't – anybody can win one game, man. Somebody can get hot that game, man. You can, you can have uh, – uh, uh, Colin Sackers for the Cavaliers might get hot and score 47, you know what I'm saying, with one assist <laughs> and beat somebody. I don't know, man. And I, is that that's fair? The, no. That's the good thing of it. That's the great thing of it. That's the great thing of it. One game playoff in the NBA in this season – with the coronavirus, COVID-19, cold red, cold red. We have to do something to get this thing jumping, don't we? You got to at least take some games. One game. A three-game three series is better than one-game series. You know what I'm saying? Three games is better than one. You know what I'm saying? You can't determine no winner after one game. This ain't the, this ain't the NCAA tournaments, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's the group that we can always put an asterisk. We can always put an asterisk by it, just like we did the 1999 championship. The year of the strike, the year of the coronavirus. Tip Duncan got five rings. That's all I remember. And that's the only thing they're going to remember about this one. They're not going to remember the one and done. They ain't going to remember that. They need to get closure on this city. They need to get closure. They need to get closure, man. I need to get LeBron He's James like that title, man. <laughs> hey, oh, you have a lot of time. On that, on that, man, when we come back from break, man, call us. We want to hear your top five uh, small fours in the NBA today. Whew. Man, I'm pretty sure everybody got it crazy. Get they five. But we have ours. Give us a call, 515-605-9370. Or just log on, blogtalkradio.com, backslash, Jesus Talking. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole bunch of girlfriends. Them. All cars, we learn them like the back of our hand. We watch the cops hopping out the back of van. Wear a G on my chest, I don't need that for them. This ain't a stone outfit, Holmes Holmes is about it. Was clapping them flamers before I became famous. For playing me, y'all shall forever remain nameless. I am home. Sure I do. I tell you the difference between me and them. They trying to get they ones, I'm trying to get them M's. One million, two million, three million, four. In just five years, 40 million more. You are now looking at the 40 million boy. I'm raping Dev Jam till I'm the 100 million man. R-O-C. That's where you're wrong. I came into this motherfucker 100 grand strong. Nine to be exact for grinding G-Packs. 
put this shit in motion Ain't no rewinding me back Could make 40 off a brick But one rhyme could beat that And if somebody would have told him That hoe would sell clothing Not in this lifetime Wasn't in my right mind That's another difference That's between me and them <laughs> I smarten up Open the market up One million, two million, three million, four In 18 months, 80 million more Now add that number up with the one I said before You are now looking at one smart black boy Mama ain't raised no fool Put me anywhere on God's green earth I triple my worth Motherfucker will not lose Put something on it, I sell ice in the winter, I sell fire in hell I am a hustler baby, I sell water to a well I was born to get cake, move on and switch states Chop the coop with the roof gone and switch plates Was born to dictate, never follow orders, dick face Get your shit straight, fucker, this is Big J ah. <laughs> Will not lose, ever this is Talking Sports on Show with a Twister Hip Hop, Monday through Friday, 12th and Eastern Time, 515-605-9370. And don't forget, tell a friend, just tell a friend, just tell a whole bunch of girlfriends. We're just talking about, will there be any type of professional sports? My man, Dr. Anthony Fauci, say there could be if we just went on some certain precautions. But who really want to do, as a fan, call us and let us know, do you want to see that? Games with no fans, no sound, just commentating? Are you like ice? In case of emergency, you just want to listen? You just want anything? I just need it. I, I'm addicted to sports. I just need it. And we previewed the AFC West. Tomorrow we'll be previewing the NFC West, the 49ers, Seahawks, Arizona, and the Rams. And we're going to talk about PS, power forwards, when at one point in time it was real PS. Now we just call it positionless basketball in the NBA. Oh, it's the streets. Let's talk about our top five shooting guards, excuse me, top five small forwards in the National Basketball Association. And we're going to go first with the engineer. Oh, man. My man. That's your man. DB, what's the deal, baby? OG DB in the building. <laughs> In the building, baby. Hey, I want to. I want to. So, real. Go ahead. I'm listening. I want to chime in on the on the, on the Doctor Fauci thing myself, real quick. I know we'd be pressed for time during these segments, but uh, I'm, I'm with my man Ice, man. I I need to see some hoops, man. I don't care if it ain't a soul in the stand. Let me tell you something, baby. Let me tell you something, Ice. It don't even gotta be no announcer. <laughs> you know, I just need just the TV get, crew. Man, I, you know what I'm saying? Just throw that ball in the, up in the air, man. Tip it off, man. Let's go, man. Come on, come on, come on. You know, like we at the park, man. Crazy, man. 
Yeah, but uh, like you said, man, we 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 dealing with uncharted waters, man. You know, Corona was my best beer before this. No, no, no pun intended. I'm all about I'm all about the Heineken now. <laughs> green went green on them. Went green on them. Yeah, but let me give you guys my five real quick. All right, so one thing I've been noticing all week, y'all guys been doing y'all top point guards and top shoot guards and. and you know, like like Boo said, you know, the intro to this segment, these are all position players, man. It ain't even no one, two, three, four, five like it used to be, man. So, you know, I got y'all, some guys that put LeBron at a one, and, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But but these are my cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one small forward is LeBron James. Flat out, man. I'm I'm going when you look at the stats and you look LeBron James slash SF. That's my number one guy. Number two, Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Number three, Paul George. Number four, Jimmy Get Buckets Butler. Number five, and I know this going to be like that. It's going to be like the L. Meeks number one with Bradley Beal and all that. I'm going Gordon Hayward with the Boston Celtics, man. You know, Chris Middleton, Andrew mentioned Tobias, DeMar Rose, and all them guys. I get it. I get it. But I'm telling you, Gordon Hayward is my number five. I ain't mad. I I am not mad. What a five. I could have put DeMar Rosen up there and Tobias and them, man, but I, I like Gordon Gang. You know, he's been hurt. He's been hurt. Right. Yes. Good yes. Because before he got hurt, he was that guy. That's why he went to Boston. Killed they it. knew yeah. what was going on. You're right. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the next, the next, the next great one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's no lie. Because. All-star potential, for sure. Not superstar, but all-star yeah. potential. Right. Yeah. I see, just in case of emergency, who's your top five? Man, you know, you know, you know already he played a one and a three, okay? <laughs> He's the best three, too, okay? <laughs> LeBron James, okay? That's my number one, okay? Then we got Kawhi Leonard, and then we got... Uh, Jason Tatum, and then then we got Jimmy Butler, and then my my last one we got Chris Middleton. You know, the stage shooting guard. I think he played the, the three more so the three. You know, so and he get buckets too. And he's coming on. Wow. And I think I think he's an all star now. He ain't a superstar, but he's an all star. You know, he he he's coming around. He's been he, he's been groomed into this position like Scottie Pippen was groomed into being Mike. We ain't saying the Greek freak he's gonna be the next Pippen though, but he's been playing with this guy for years and he been getting better and better and he becoming a star. He was becoming a good player, a solid player, then an all star. So he got the potential to be another all star and be, be, become that guy. You know what I'm saying? He he's been with the Greek freak for about at least four or five years. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got better every year, so and he been winning. And when he and when the Greek freak freak out he takes over and he, he has some big games. He's had 52 the last time I seen uh, when Greek Freak was out. So, yeah. 
Take a militant. Ooh, man. That's a good five. That's a good five. I'm going to get my five. I'm going to let Roe go. And, yes, everybody has LeBron James at number one. And I know some of you may think that I'm a LeBron James hater, but I'm not. I just go on facts. <laughs> I just go on facts in the eye test. I don't go on because he's from Northeast Ohio. I don't go because, you know, he won my city. My city, not my team, my city. The championship. So I, I, hey, he is. Hey, when you when you averaging twenty five and ten from the three spot or wherever you playing, I give you that. That's that's one. Number two, yes, Kawhi Leonard. He's averaging twenty six out of my five. He's averaging the more the most points and second in assists. My number three guy, Jason Tatum. Last year he had a sophomore slump. I almost rolled Jason Tatum off, but he surprised me. He got back in the gym. He did his thing this year. Number four, Jimmy the Butler did it. Not only is he averaging 20 points, he's averaging six assists as well. So that tells me he's getting guys to get, getting guys better as well. And he got him balling over there in Miami. I didn't think they would even be in a playoff position, let alone pushing for fourth and fifth in the division. And my fifth guy, and I, and I, and you can whatever this and that. My man, and everybody thought they were going to dwindle. Everybody thought that they weren't going to be good this year. Not only are they good, but they're right behind Milwaukee in the standings. My man, Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam is one of the top five small forwards in the NBA. He was an all-star this year. And let us know what he did in the finals last year, which was his coming out party. Am I a Raptor? No. But I tell you what, they ain't going into distinction. Pascal Siakam going to make sure Toronto be relevant. And then you have my top five. I like Boy, him, you too. Be, I like you him. He's still in my players, man. Yeah, I like him. Honorable Mitchell. Brandon Ingram. Zion Williamson. Chris Middleton. But guess what, though? This is that's how that's how Chris Middleton is. Them guys, Toronto. He's been with Toronto for those last five years. He been getting better and better every year with Kyle Lowry and DeRozan. He had got better and better, and now he became an All Star last year. I mean, I think this year he stepped out last year, made a big splash, and then this year he became an All. So that's how Middleton is coming around. So those two guys, uh, you right, you right. But he played better defense though. But that's a damn good pick, though. That's a damn good pick. I like him. Y'all be y'all be stealing players. Y'all be stealing players. (laughs) Man, y'all be stealing players like a little bit, boy, because Pascal Siakam was my number three. I'm not going to lie because I'm like, boo, y'all be sleeping on some of these boys. And the only reason I say that is because all week we've been talking about who the top five and what position in the NBA right now. And I'd be damned if y'all don't keep picking LeBron for every damn position, man. You you can't pick LeBron for one through four, man. Matter of fact, one through five. LeBron James' name can't keep coming up. 
So is he I, I understand we're talking about everybody is a position player. But you put Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the same list. I'm confused right now. Can somebody help me, please? But I'm going to give you my top five. The King, we know he's just the best player in the world. That's all he is. So I'm not going to put him on my on my list for power, for small forwards because he's just the best. And we knew that he was going to be the number one pick at small forward because that's what he's playing in L.A. right now. My number one is going to be Jason Tatum. I'm like, boo, I almost wrote him off last year. But this year, got to give him some credit. Got to give that boy some love. You're talking about Jimmy Butler, not a two, because he played a three with Miami. Jimmy Butler. We're going to keep him at the three. Number three, mm-hmm. y'all told me Kawhi couldn't play. He wasn't considered the two, but, yeah, he was considered the three. So I'm going to split it between Paul George and Kawhi because they're on the same team and they just play the same position, whether it be the two or the three. We had a discussion about this yesterday, so I can't I can't separate the two because they do what the other one don't want to do on a night-to-night basis, okay? Number four, I'm going to give it up to Aaron Gordon. No lie. The man was cheated in the All-Star slam dunk competition, but because of the team that he owned, people don't really look at him the way that they should. And number five, I'm with you, OG. You can't keep Chris Middleton off the list. Chris Middleton is the reason also why Milwaukee is the number one seed over in the East. That's just that's just it. That's just basically it. So those are my top five. But my question is, why do y'all keep bringing up LeBron in every damn category, man? He can only be in man, I was gonna say, I'm bringing up the king, man. T-Row, I was going to say the same thing. I just want everybody to get their they votes in, get their they, they names in. LeBron is on everybody's team. Point guard, shooting guard. I mean, I don't think guys are fair. Absolutely. I'm just saying. Man. He the best, but he can't be on every list that we're going to talk about this week, man. We're going to have the number one power for it tomorrow. I, I agree. <laughs> So for real, though, no, let, let me ask you this question before we go to break. How are you gonna put Aaron Gordon on your list? And listen, it's your list. But I just want to ask this question: How can you put Aaron Gordon on your list? He ain't even making the All Star team this year. Versus Gordon Hayward, who has made teams in the past. Only thing he's participated in on the All Star weekend is the dunk contest. A dunk contest. But understand this, once again, it's about the team that he's playing for. A lot of people had Devin Booker as a number four or number five shooting guard when this dude is way better than the top three that you named yesterday as far as shooting guards are concerned. So don't give me that about why I have Aaron Gordon on my list. OGDB, what did you say? These are my cigarettes, damn it. Can't worry about nobody else. Y'all go, y'all kiss my left big toe. 
Damn it. These are my damn cigarettes. <laughs> when we come back, you big dummy of the day. Oh, it's going to be frenzy. 515-605-9370. The streets is talking sports talk radio. Daily, Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. And don't forget, tell a friend, just tell a friend, just tell a whole bunch of girlfriends. No response, I just flip in, pop my collar like the bonds. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. To try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You wanna conversate with the writer of the Quran? Or old testament, don't test the men. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause, your future's my past, I've been here before, I know when you're scheming, I feel when you plotting, I got mental vision, intuition, I know where you're going, I read your mind's navigational system, everybody whispering, whispering, streets is talking, niggas is gossiping, bitches calling your shit, what's the cause of it, I need to know. With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weight to keep my clock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigger say, Jigger probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the crew. And the streets say Jigger can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home. I'm comfortable, dog. Brooklyn to Rome. Or any Martin Luther. Don't part with your future. Don't ever question if I got the heart to shoot ya. The answer is simply too dark for the user. And as a snot nose, they said that he got flows. But will he be able to drop those before the cops close in? For the shots froze him. And he's dead and gone from what the block has spoken. My God, everybody's stressing. Who's his baby's mom? Who we got pregnant? Let me tell you. Uh, when the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping. Bitches all in your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. When the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping. Bitches all in your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. murder in the hall, if you must know, I lost my pops when I was 11, 12 years old, he's probably somewhere where the liquor's taking its toll, but I ain't mad at you dad, holla at your land, I grew up watching snowflakes, the niggas that was probate, the stress to take a young nigga, give him an old face, all I did was smoke joke, think and drink, cop cane and complain, front row watch game, I seen niggas before me, with a chance to write their own script, slip up and change the story, I seen young niggas go out in a blaze of glory, before reaching puberty, scared a nigga truthfully. I took tricks with so much shit in the whip that if the cops pulled us over, the dog would get sick. Sniff, smell me, nigga. The real me, nigga. Minus the rumors. Holla if you feel me, nigga. The streets is not only watching, but they talking now. Shit, they got me circling the block before I'm parking now. Don't get it twisted. I ain't bitching. I'm just cautious now. Sub, under the parker, extra cautious now. Hit a sip, see, up, you fell at it, you dent. I get word through the street like Bellanic Express. I feel a vibe and I hear the rumors. But fuck it, I'm still alive and I'm still in June. I know, staff a law. Niggas wanna press me. Put my back to the wall. For pressure, bust pipes. I know I'm fast. 
to y'all to know we to love me. You see me? Can't be me. Haters, fuck you. I got guns like Neo and Matrix. Cross the family. Think Max. Street like Cairo. We back in the field, Before we get to the two big Danny of the day, we're going to get an all-time caller in. Definitely wanted you to get a bite at this at the show today. Send me a kite. Big brother almighty. Big brother almighty. You in you in the field. You in the field, man. Did you want to talk about today? To our playhead coach and straight up to the team. Yeah, I want to see them jokes play. I don't want. I don't need no plan. Shit, I don't even need no rep. Fuck them. We don't even need that. Call y'all off. Don't need none of that. Call y'all on call. Fuck it, man. Call y'all on file. Yeah, that's why. I know I'm so pressed. I'm watching this horse shit, and that's terrible. I'm pressed about this horse shit. You know what I mean? I watching somebody swimming uh the 100 meter backstroke right now, boy. Man, I I pulled up YouTube. I'm watching the same boat run, man. So, so you don't you don't. Oh. You, so, so you don't mind if there's no 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 nobody in the stands or nothing. You just want them to get back to action. Oh, cause Cleveland ain't going to the playoffs. I don't give a fuck about their fans. Hey, going nowhere. What you think? Of, what you What you think about the? Uh, what do you think about Kevin Durant saying that they didn't really give him love, and the writers were were you know co- uh, co-hosting the the media. I mean, excuse me, the fans to just you know beloved Steph Curry. My whole point about that Durant, quit looking for a pat on the back. You got your rings. Go ahead, do what you gonna do where you at now, man. I wouldn't worry about it. I get paid, now I, I know I got rings, and I know I'm like the top two baller in the whole motherfucking world. I wouldn't care. Quit wearing your sleeve, your feelings on your sleeve. That's what I've been talking about. These dudes, they, play, they play like men, but act like girls. Uh, I ain't got time for it. They make too much money to be. It makes too much money to be complaining or having comments about that, man. That's why I kept it light on it because I'm like you, big brother almighty. Man, you making $145 million and you want to come out with something like that. You, Golden State didn't beg you to come to Golden State. You decided to sign with Golden State is what the, what the issue is. So why would you be thinking that they were going to praise you when they already had two other dudes, three other dudes that they were praising before you even got there. And I got some other, I got another thing, help me. I'm listening. That damn Charles Oakley, he made Cleveland look bad. He out here crying now, man. You supposed to be the toughest dude <laughs> in the NBA. You <laughs> went from New York. He went from New York to Oakland. <laughs> I mean, to to Cleveland with that. Yeah, man. From Cleveland. Right there in Cleveland Heights, I started throwing tomato at the store with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> man, Al, Big Brother Almighty, what are you crying about, man? Did you get the store off the street? Come out, uh, 
What did he say? Say that again? You ain't just plate when he's supposed to step up to it. He always dies adversity. You know what I mean? Like when big, when it was time for adversity, he ran from it. Who cares, man? He ain't took you everywhere he could take you. Man, man, I hate, I hate that Oakley said that, man, because I'm a PE fan, man. He was dead wrong. I, I was a New York Knicks Billy Hart fan. Them, them day, I, I left the Cavs, man. I was a, I watched every game the Knicks played, man. Like the Cavs would play, you know what I'm saying? Like LeBron James, man. They didn't have no scores, man. John Stark was your second best scorer. He was a 15 point scorer. That was his best year, you know what I'm saying? They had a lot of role players, man, enforcers, man. That year they should have won. It was a 99 when they had Larry Johnson, uh, Marcus Camry, Spreewell, Allen Houston. And P.E., that's the year they should have won it when Patrick Ewing got hurt that short season. And um, that was his best year. But Ewing was always the killer, man. But you needed to have two two or three scores, man. He couldn't score every damn time, man. You know what I'm saying? So, he ain't had the right shooter. Start, either starts on or starts off, you know. So, yeah, it was a bad era, though, for, for P.E. Not enough help. Great defense, though. Great defensive team, though. Not enough help, though. Uh, Pat Riley. Uh, Pat Riley. And Pat Riley. And see, I'm a New York Knicks fan still to this day. I'm still a Knicks fan to this day. I'm out the bed with him. I'm on the couch. I'm almost kicked out the house. I'm almost kicked out the house, but I'm on the couch right now with my Knicks. We got to do something quick. And one thing that, you know, I don't want to say this, but I am going to say it because it just sounds so Clevelandish. It sounds so Clevelandish. It's that. We always do that. Just get somebody else. Oh man, he ain't step up. We do that. We do that. that. You shouldn't do that to PE. And to be honest with you, PE carried you. Ain't no doubt. Facts. Facts. Straight facts. Al, before we let you go. Your top five shooting guard, your top five small forwards in the league. Okay. Uh, I would do it like this, if I was, and I mean it. I got Jason Tatum at number one. Know why? Because guess what? He went to L.A. and sit it on LeBron. Do you remember that? I take Jason Tatum <laughs> yes, first. Yes, I do. <laughs> I take yeah, man. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, oh, Paul George, and then I take Queen James fifth at the point forward. Which I remember, you remember when Macy used to be at the point forward. So we'll put him there, right. man. We'll put Queen. Fuck. How about that? Call him Queen. I know, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Queen James at five. This year. I do it just for ice. Hey, 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 Al, hey, that's your opinion, baby. That's your opinion. As long as you're a top five player, man, I'm all right with it, man. So, that's your opinion, baby. I just got it my number one. I ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it, baby. As long as you say his name, I'm good. I can't say that. That was like Queen James. Hey, hey, Al, and stop calling him Queen James, man. Hey, man, you play like a man. Girl, that's what I'm going to call you, man. 
have it. Thanks for thanks for calling in, Big Brother Almighty. And as usual, as we always say in the street, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Yes, sir. When we come back, we're going to give our donkey, excuse me, I'm sorry, our, that's, the, that's the purpose club. We're going to give our dummy of the day. And oh my, <laughs> we got some good ones. Oh man, we got some good ones. <laughs> this is Preacher's Talking. Every day, Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. 
DB. My big dummy of the day war goes to the owner, the overseer of your beloved team, L Boogie, the New York Knicks. Not with, we're not going to talk about the decline of the team and the, the bad moves he's made and the direction the Knicks are in. You almost say to yourself, you about done watching them. I'm talking about the experience that he had with long-time fan, long-time season holder, Lee. After decades of lackluster basketball, super fan Spike Lee, tense relationship with team management, finally reached a boiling point. After a run-in with team personnel at Madison Square Garden, the acclaimed director and longtime court side president said he wouldn't attend any more games. For to James Dolan to lose a super fan like Spike Lee. <laughs> You big dummy, you big dummy, you big cold-blooded dummy. You big... <laughs> there you have it. All right, who was your big dummy of the day? Man, I love his commentator now. He's new on the scene. Big Kendrick Perkins, you know, big enforcer. Well, apparently... He left his card out. The kid's got a hold to his card. I've got to playing games on it, and his credit, left his credit card out. <laughs> got to playing games on it, and looked up there, spent $16,000 on his credit card. Movies, games, all types. Parties for the kids, buying food, everything. He left his card out, man. Came back the next day, man. He knew he hadn't, he, hadn't, he hadn't seen it. He hadn't used it in two weeks. And he had a sub hit on his phone saying that he's, he's over the limit. He found out that his kids had spent the money on the car. But he left the card out, man. I'm like, damn, you big dummy, man. Ah, oh, man. But he got the money, though, so it's cool, apparently. You big dummy. You big dummy. You big dummy. You big cold-blooded dummy. Sixteen G's, woo! Sixteen G's. T. Row, who's your who's your dummy of the day? You big dummy of the day. Man, I I hate to keep talking about this dude, but man, our president be on it, man. Number four five, man. Why you trying to do Fuji like this, man? <laughs> One thing he wants is he wants to make America great again by giving us sports. <laughs> 45 is so mad at my man. He putting him on blast on TV, man. Leave old Fuji alone, man. Let him do what he does best and give us sports, man. That's all he wants to do. He's telling the truth on everything that's been, what's been going on since December. Since December, man. I mean, I'm glad it didn't take place till March, but still. <laughs> Number four, five. Leave Fuji alone. Quit trying to fuck Fuji, man. Leave that man alone. Give up, boys. You must be one look here. You big dummy. You big dummy. You big dummy. You big cold-blooded 
up in it. Well, lay the cape Cause a nigga straight suffering from like, like I have paper. My bitch finna have a bad mm-hmm. so I need to hit the lick. Drastically. Cause these some molding ass niggas and they slipping in my spot. And mm-hmm. I'm digging the pot, digging in the pot. Uh-huh. We caught him sleeping. He didn't see you niggas creeping. It's how we do it every weekend. I dump the mat. Tell me, count the proper CKO. You got the wrong spot. Niggas talk the clock. Get the liquor and you can get the female. It's freaking shit that we inflict and get the street sales. Moose move as a motherfucker. Me and my nine. I'm cool as a motherfucker. I'ma get mine. Now we're satisfied. Got the pockets on stolen balls. Hog in this pocket. Picture us a rubber. Picture me rolling roll call. You know, some motherfuckers out there I just could not forget about. I want to make sure they can see me. Number one on my list, Clinton Correctional Facilities. All you bitch ass Can you niggas see me from there? Balling on y'all punk ass. <laughs> Picture me rolling, baby. Yeah. All the niggas up in them cell blocks. I told y'all niggas when I come home or something. <laughs> That's right, nigga. Picture me rolling. I forgot the DA. Yeah, that bitch had a lot to talk about, of course. Can the hoe see me from here? Can you see me, huh? Picture me rubbing. And all you punk police, can you see me? Am I clear to you? Picture me rubbing, nigga. Legit. Free like OJ all day. Can't stop me. You know I got my niggas up in this motherfucker. Manu, Pain, Sight, Mogra, Mogrin. Sad dog, sad. Can you picture us rolling? Can you see me rolling? <laughs> Is y'all ready for me? We about this bitch. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes. And picture me rolling. Straight! <laughs>